St. Paul's letter to the Indonesians. Had there been an Orthodox church there at the time of Paul and before 1987, I imagine St. Paul would have written them a letter as a fledgling community to encourage them to continue to be bold in their faith. It is almost like the situation of Aquila and Priscilla that we celebrated this past week. There was no Orthodox Church in Corinth, and there was hostility towards Christianity by a culture dominated by religious people. In Aquila's case, Jews. In Indonesia's case, Muslims and Hindus. But St. Paul sat down and reasoned with Aquila and Priscilla. And thus, the church began in Corinth. As did Father Daniel Bianturo. He sat down with his fellow classmates and began to reason with them about the Orthodox faith. And so today, we have Father Lazarus, Father Matthew, Father Ioanni, pioneers of the faith, along with Father Chrysostom, Father Timotheus, Father Methodius, and eventually Father Stephanos, Father Gabriel, Father Theophilos, and Father Lucas. And now they are training the next generation. So St. Paul may have said something like this. My beloved brothers and sisters, I see what you have done with the treasure that has been handed down to you in the reverence and love your children show to Christ and the saints when they enter the church. With the vigor they sing the hymns to the Theotokos, not with books or music, but from memory, from their heart, and with the joy they have for life. It shows that you have taught them well. And the adults, even though they are poor, they help the poor. They take in widows and orphans. God will provide. And He does. And even though you are boxed in by an already religious culture, ill-disposed, to embracing a foreign religion, yet your perseverance and the Holy Spirit is working. Converts with Muslim or Hindu parents show that it is happening. Despite the daily pressure of financial need, you have built churches, started schools, clinics, orphanages, daycares, kindergartens, The locals have come to know you as a community of character and integrity. And even though you are only 500 faithful of 257 million, it only means the potential is great. Yes, it may seem a fragile situation, yet people cling to orthodoxy and say as did the apostles to Christ when asked if they would leave. Where would we go? This is the truth. 
we are made strong in our weaknesses. Our prayers are fervent because our need is great. So I'm not afraid for you. The enthusiasm and love the children showed at the annual event and the fact that they want to get, gather every year testifies to the good foundation you have laid. As you look to the future, you see humility, wisdom, and fervor coming up from Regus, Savas, Hosea, Dionysius, Deacon Hariton, and the newly illumined Romanos and Vladimir. They are ready and eager to take up the mantle. Their zeal and faith energize our zeal and faith. The application of faith and love for God, not dependent on circumstances, jolts the complacent to action and desire. Desire to encounter God on an even deeper level and more profound level. And to appreciate even more the treasure we have been entrusted with and to use our resources to further strengthen his church. We greet you with a holy kiss and hope to see you again soon. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.